0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Good morning, everyone this is Marty Oakley of the PPJ Gazette online this of course is TS Radio Network tonight i have with me John Lacrone and we are going to be discussing tribunals versus courts of law and talking about the difference in how you get screwed depending on which one you're in. I mean, you're going to get screwed either way, but some places it's even worse. I want to remind everyone these shows are brought to you in coordination with Marcel Reed and the Whistleblower Summit. Uh, we will be, our panel will be on on the 26th. These will be on Ju- in June, and I'll have a time for everyone later on, but I can tell you right now we'll be on on the 26th speaking about guardianship and about exactly what we're going to be discussing tonight. Recently, a supposed national advocate was quoted in an article calling probate courts civil courts. They are not. Um, About 20 years ago, every state began separating family law, including probate, away from civil courts, basically setting up a tertiary court system called a tribunal, modeled on military tribunals. And if you know anything about them, let me give you a little background here. The military has its own courts. It's basically its own attorney general, the whole nine yards, and they have their own rules and laws and regulations and codes and statutes and the whole nine yards. When you sign up for the military, you are signing a contract, the duration of which expatriates you. You are not a U.S. citizen. You have no constitutional rights you have no protections you have only what the military will allow you so if you commit a crime you're brought into a military tribunal and judged there not in a court of law they have their own rules and regulations like i said let's say for instance you got into it a service member and you beat him up so bad you put him in the hospital did you know the federal government will charge you with damaging government issued property Because this is what the military is. Once you're in, once you've signed that contract and they've accepted it, you become the property of the United States military, the Pentagon, Department of Defense. You are not your own person. In fact, you're not a person at all. Well, using military tribunals as the template, these tertiary courts, and I use that word very lightly, were set up. And the excuse, and I remember at the time in Minnesota, I was at the Minnesota legislature and they were in the process of of allowing this to happen. And I got up and spoke and objected to it. And out in the hallway afterwards, a sitting judge came up to me. He said, Marty, Marty, you don't understand. You just don't understand. I said, well, explain it to me. He said, the state courts are so overwhelmed with these cases, which is not true. They were so overwhelmed. Um, If we didn't do this, we would have had to have hired more judges and more courtroom space. And I said, it isn't that exactly what you just did. Only you created a whole new system. Isn't that right? And his face got all purple and the veins popped out and he walked away. Um, But this was done intentionally. It was done intentionally in the case of Family Court, for CPS um, to come in and traffic your children. Now, if anybody familiar with Family Court at all knows that the children there are used like weapons against either or both parents. CPS makes a killing, abducting children for no good reason, putting them into the foster system, forcibly adopting them out. They get money for all of that. This system was so successful, they set up APS, Adult Protective System, and they run it the same way. It's a system of abduction, isolation, estate theft, and it's human trafficking. But because it is set up as a tribunal, it is out of the state courts, out, of, out from under the law. See, those courts, civil and criminal, deal with law. Tribunals deal with statute, code, and regulations that they created themselves. So you are put into this situation where immediately your legal capacity is stripped from you, meaning your right to your own identity, your own being your own name, everything is taken from you along with what's called legal agency, which is your right to contract and do business and do the things that you normally do, uh, the government considering every transaction we make to be contract. So your legal agency is removed also. Someone now has been gifted your identity and they present themselves in place of you as you. And people who have someone caught in this trap, many times they're in a nursing home, demand to see the medical records. The guardian will tell them, thanks to the tribunal, that because of HIPAA, they cannot share those records. It's patient privacy. Now here's the little catch on that. They have stripped that victim of their identity. The person telling you this has assumed the identity. So the person who is being protected is the guardian, not your mom or dad. They don't exist anymore. This is actually a civil death, but people are very confused and they think that these tribunals, these probate tribunals are actually courts of law. They don't have to follow the rules of evidence as a court of law does. They don't have to follow the code of civil procedure as a court of law does. They don't have to allow you due process, no jury trials. Does this sound like a court of law to you? You most times don't even know that they have held a hearing, guardianized you, and you have lost the rights not only to your name but to your whole life until after the fact. Now, do you think this could actually happen in a court of law? Hearsay evidence. The guardians are allowed to stand up and levy all kinds of charges, not only against the victim, but the victim's family and friends, anyone who might want to step in and defend them. They will denigrate their name, spread vicious rumors about them, accuse them of god-awful things. They never present any evidence. They are never asked for any evidence. They said it. It's true. This is, this is the difference. This is what I'm telling you. In a court of law, and John will go into this extensively, in a court of law, if they levied these charges, they would have to produce evidence to support those charges. But they don't. So they can say anything about it. They can say anything about their intended victim. And they're never held to account for this. In many cases... The soon- to be guardian could not even identify the intended victim because they 've never seen them, but they'll stand up and say, "We found them living in filth and squalor, covered in feces and urine. In one case that we just dealt with here recently, the lady's a scientist with long history, and she was living in i don 't think so very lucid, very coherent. Um, For years, John, uh, every case I dealt with, uh, we have the standard uh, uh, psychiatrist and doctor that works routinely with the tribunal. And the victim's personal attorney and their physician are immediately fired. They don't want to hear anything from them, won't accept any statements from them. And these people will give all kinds of reports. Everyone for years was bipolar. Bipolar. I had no idea there were so many elderly people out there running around with bipolarism, which I personally don't think exists, but that's just me. And we questioned that and actually joked about it. Now they changed it. It's not bipolar anymore. Um, They just are incapacitated. Incapacitated can mean anything. There again, you don't need any evidence or proof. Competency, on the other hand, you've got to show us how that person is incompetent. And, they can 't do it, but I say don't don't be fooled by the name on that courtroom and then one other thing I want to mention here um, people have argued for years about whether your name is all capitalized, and does that mean anything, and that doesn't mean anything that's conspiracy no actually that 's in the law, and it's capitalist Domingo, something or other. but it means when your name is all capitalized, this goes back to ancient Samaria. Your name is all in capital letters. You have suffered a civil death. You are, in fact, a slave. Everything you get from an administrative court will have the court's name all in capital letters. Your name all in capital letters. That's a sign to you of what you're dealing with. If you go to a state court, like the Superior Court of the State of Georgia, okay, let's say that. That'll be capital letter s and then small case u p e r i o r your name will be capitalized then small case letters you're in a court of law you have rights you have standing they they give you little signals all the time, little hints, little clues, but you're too easily swayed by oh that's conspiracy theory stuff oh it's, it's, that's fake news. You people need to let go of the jingoism and do some studying. Actually, get a Black's Law book. Look up. John's always telling you words have meanings. Look them up. Because what you think they mean and what they've decided they mean in law can be two entirely different things, sometimes three or four. So these are things you you need to be aware of. With all of that said... I want to bring on my co-host this evening, John LaCrone. And, John, can you please lay this out so people can understand it?
0: Good evening, Marty. Yes, ma'am. I will be more than happy to do this. In order to give you some feedback, folks, you've got to comprehend what has taken place over the last several decades Uh, The problem started long before you folks were around, and it has progressively gotten worse. And the problem lies with a series of actions that took place. In order to move a society, you do a little bit here and a little bit there. You take a little more ground here, take a little more ground there. You get a little pushback. You take one step backwards, two step forward type deal, back and forth. And this is how we've gotten to the status we're at now. Let me make it abundantly clear. Let's start, first of all, with this thing called legalese. I want to make everybody aware, just as Marty said a minute ago, legalese, words have meanings. And trust me, in their legalese world, you do not speak their language. I promise you, you don't. Now, it may sound an awful lot like English. It sure does appear like English, but believe me when I say it. It is not English. It is a foreign language. This is why in their Maritime Admiralty Constructive Contract and Racketeering Fraud Kangaroo Courts, they tell you to get a foreign language interpreter, a.k.a. a bar attorney, because the bar attorney and people like me actually speak the language. And when she says that the uh, Black's Law Dictionary, folks, that's an interpretation That is what it means in their maritime admiralty constructive contract and racketeering fraud kangaroo courts. Now, let's start with the basics, okay? First of all, let's talk contracts because, honestly, that's the issue here. A valid contract will have four elements. Those four elements are as follows. Full disclosure. It means everybody knows everything about everything. Two. A meeting of the minds, all parties agree to the terms of the contract. Three, mutual consideration, both parties get something out of the deal. And four, two wedding signatures and or autographs of all contracting parties. Now, corporations can't do any of the above. They don't have a signature, they don't have a mind, they don't do any of that. The way I like to explain it is this. Men and women have unalienable rights. Corporations have duties and responsibilities. I had a college professor that beat that into my brain, and at the time, I had no clue just how important those statements he made were. Corporations have duties and responsibilities. Corporations have duties and responsibilities. I heard that again and again and again from this guy. And... Years later, when I put two and two together, how the system was set up, and I realized just how important that little tidbit of knowledge that he gave me was to my growth. Now, let me make something clear, Marty. These actually are quote-unquote probate courts. They actually are quote-unquote civil courts. They do have an administrator with a black robe and some little girl on the left-hand side, usually a little girl, that will be sitting there taking notes, and that's your actual threat. This is all acting. They are putting on a big show. The decision was made long before anybody walked into that room for the Maritime Admiralty Constructive Contract and racketeering Fraud Kangaroo Court Showtime. Here's what people need to realize. First of all, 1933, we had a brand new, quote unquote, President of the United States Corporation. You've heard me talk about it before and we're going to talk about it again because it's critical knowledge. It's critical knowledge. His opening statements when he took the oath of office Today is a day of national consecration. Today is a day of national consecration. The first words out of his mouth after greeting a couple people. Now, if you go to the written versions on all of the government websites, you will not find those words listed there. You will see a series of dots. There's a reason that those words are missing. Because people would ask questions about those particular words. Well, what does it mean? And I'll get to that in a second. But here's the kicker. If you actually want to hear the criminal trader banker slash war criminal who knew about December 7th, 1941, knew that the Japanese were on their way to bomb and stayed silent because he had made a deal with the Brits. He wanted to get America into the war and everybody in America did not want anything to do with World War II the same way they wanted nothing to do with World War I. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Remember, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was a criminal banker. Make no mistake about that. And the United States Corporation went through a bankruptcy. It went through a bankruptcy. So what ended up happening is uh, some uh, foreign bankers, a.k.a. the Federal Reserve. These foreign bankers, with ties directly to the Vatican, all roads do lead to Rome, people. All roads do lead to Rome. Had a brand new plan. They took possession of the United States Treasury. Now, today is a day of national consecration. What is the nation? That's the corporation masquerading as government. And by the way, the United States corporation has always been a corporation. And I get people saying all the time, no, that's not the case. We used to have a republic. No, it has always been a corporation. Always been. What is a constitutor? One who agrees to pay the debts of another. Why was the, quote-unquote, United States Corporation created? Because the states had to have a central position to pay back the war war reparations for losing – yes, you heard me say that – for losing the Revolutionary War. Now, if you don't believe that we lost that war, all I would suggest you do is go ahead and read the peace treaty that was signed, look who – was writing it, look what the peace treaty said. Again, nobody wants to do any actual research in history. They just believe the propaganda. Well, the problem is believing in the propaganda leads us to a problem because from that point forward, we had a series, all wars are the same thing. They're about banking. All wars are about banking, and by the way, when you walk into one of these Maritime construct constructed contract, and racketeering fraud, kangaroo courts, that's exactly what you're doing. You are in a war. Basically, you are the lamb being led to the slaughter. So now we've explained what today is the day of national consecration means. Nation, the corporation. What is the word consecration? It means you're working for the church. Again, all roads lead to Rome, and Vatican banking is where it's at. So with that bankruptcy, here's what happened. It happened. The bankruptcy actually happened at the exact same time in America and in England. And I believe it was Canada too, but that's a side issue. At that point, the United States Corporation was in a state of emergency, just like it was after the War of Northern Aggression, only it was much worse now because the Treasury was now in the control of the bankers, and they in turn stole all the gold. The very first action taken by the criminal banker Franklin Delano Roosevelt was to steal people's gold and gold notes, and this, of course, continued to enrich the bankers, voided all the contracts that were based on gold, which again is unlawful notice I said unlawful I didn't say illegal and in turn created a debt society because he had propagated every man every woman every boy every girl and all of their property to stand as the surety for the United States corporation's debts. now why is this important Well, after the crime of 1873, where they demonetized silver from the perspective of how to pay back debts, only gold was accepted. You can learn about that with the Cross of Gold speech and all that. You know, I've talked about that in the past. But with that transition, there was no longer any money. Don't believe me, folks. Let me tell you this. Look it up for yourself. This isn't John's conspiracy theory. These are facts. Write this stuff down, please, and do your own due diligent research. 12 United States Code 411. 12 USC 411. Federal Reserve notes are not money. They are negotiable debt instruments and a liability to the United States Corporation. So what happened? Remember... The constitution was created for the corporation. The corporation is nothing more than a trust. Now, there's a word for it. They call it the public charitable trust. Now, they don't advertise that it it's a trust, but that's exactly what it is. Who is the trust the benefit of? The trust owners. You American people think that you're the trust owners? Oh, no. Oh, no. I've already told you who the trust owners are now. Vatican bankers. They own the whole freaking country. And by the way, America's on sale right now. Everybody from all over the planet are busy buying up everything in America that's not nailed down, that is real tangible assets, while they destroy our currency. But again, I'm getting off of all of that, not that we have any currency, because again, there is no money. So we used to have what was called a court of record this is where your rights were honored where people had to be under oath of office they had to be under oath first of all the black robe had to have an oath of office now almost none of them do anybody that talks in that court must have you know, have an oath saying that everything I say I'm filing under the pains and penalties of perjury is true to the best of my knowledge and belief and as Marty already told you a few minutes ago all these attorneys are doing and all their agents are doing, it show. they are not under oath with their paperwork. None of it. I have never, ever, ever, ever seen a valid piece of paper from any of these maritime admiralty constructive contract and racketeering for our kangaroo courts. Never. That should tell you something. Again, if you do not realize these court cases are all bonds, yes, ladies and gentlemen, every single one of those court cases has a bond attached to it because why? They're going after the trust. And you, actually your person, is the co-beneficiary of that trust, but in addition to that, you're also the surety and you are also the one that is, quote-unquote, supposed to be representative. Okay? Let me explain trust real quick. Trust has three categories. Okay? The trustee, and the tr- public trustee is supposed to be the black robe. It's, they switch places with you, but that's what's supposed to happen. Trustee, the beneficiary, that's supposed to be you and me, but again, no. It's about them. They make themselves the beneficiary. And the executor. The executor can only do what they are told. Okay? Or the trustee can only do what they're told. So when they switch places with you and make you the trustee, they get to play their little game, and they get to take out these bonds, which have financial value, that they then turn turn around and sell to the corporation, and this is how they get their quote-unquote money. All right? Now, if you realize that you do not have courts of record anymore, you only have these administrative tribunals, just as Marty said, you have no rights. Nobody is protecting them. Any court case over $20 is supposed to have... A trial by jury. Now, I need to make something clear. A trial by jury is not the same thing as a jury trial. Let me say that again. A trial by jury is not the same thing as a jury trial. Because what you're getting in these administrative tribunals, a.k.a. Maritime Admiralty Constructive Contract and Racketeering Fraud Kangaroo Courts, are a jury trial. A trial by jury is when you, in theory, have your rights protected. And again, several members look at all the facts in the case, weigh the evidence, and then make a decision. But again, they don't give you the right to these things. They'll tell you they do. But in truth, they really don't because even if they, even if you say, I want a trial by jury and they say, okay, no problem. The black robe is going to give instructions to the quote unquote jury. And believe me when I say this, the instructions to that jury, that's called jury tampering, folks. The black robe is only supposed to be there as an observer. As an observer. But when they're out there actually making it, this is what is called judicial discretion. Judicial discretion. And their judicial discretion is all about them. It has nothing to do with looking out for you. They're exercising their judicial discretion. Why is that? There's something called parents portray. Parents portray. That is where the state acts as your daddy. It doesn't matter that you're capable of handling your own affairs, that you're reasonably intelligent, all that stuff. Again, they want you to take on that quote-unquote bar attorney, and in turn, that bar attorney becomes you. Bar attorneys can only represent corporations. They cannot represent men and women. They will never tell you that, but that's the truth. And let me tell you folks a little secret, just in case you're not aware of it. These bar attorneys take an oath. Their first duty, ladies and gentlemen, is to the court. That's the other bar members and the black robe. Their second duty is to the public. Now, that's we assume that means you and me. Oh, no, 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 no. The public isn't you and me, ladies and gentlemen. The public is the corporations masquerading as government and the other corporations. And here's the dirty little secret that they do not want out. And listen very carefully because it's critical knowledge. An attorney has no obligation to his or her client. Let me say that again just so we're clear. An attorney has no obligation to his or her client, which means if instructed to, they will throw your ass under their bush. You wonder why all these people saying, man, I got a great court case, I got a great attorney, it's all taken care of, I'm I'm feeling good today. And then a few minutes later, they're walking out, their eyes glazed over, saying, what just happened in there? Parents betray, ladies and gentlemen, why is that? Because you are a slave. There are five things an all capital letters name can be. Five things. The name of a corporation, the name of a ship, a dead body, a slave, or the title to a vi Trust. Now, you say, what is a Sescuvi Trust? Sescuvi just is Latin. It means proof of life. Okay? And when you walk into one of those maritime admiralty constructive contract and racketeering fraud kangaroo courts, you're all five of those in their eyes. You, ladies and gentlemen, are all five of those items in their eyes. You are there to be administered. You are there to be pillaged. I tell people that these maritime admiralty constructed contract and racketeering fraud kangaroo courts are foreign pirate ships in dry dock. Foreign pirate ships in dry dock. And again, why is that? Because that's not American law that you're dealing with. It's not. Again, that comes straight out of the Vatican. Let me say that again. That crap that they do comes straight out of the Vatican. And it's global. It is global. Now, you also have to realize that all these contracts are offers. I don't care why you're there. It's all a contract offer. When somebody with a costume badge and a gun or somebody with a black robe or a bar card is looking at you and says, do you understand? They are not asking you, do you comprehend? This is some legalese. They're asking you, do you stand under me? And when you say figuring that they say asking you, do you comprehend? You say, yeah, I comprehend. No. Do you understand? Yeah, I understand. Well, guess what? You just became their bitch. You just became their slave. And after that, they've got your permission to administrate you. Now, bar, British Accreditation Regency. Let me say that again. British Accreditation Regency. Oh, this is interesting. Of course, they'll never tell you that's what the bar actually means. But that's what it is. And you've heard us talk before about the three city-states that have been running this world for centuries. The Vatican, all roads lead to Rome. The city of London. We're not talking all of London, no. We're talking about one square mile where even the Queen has to be escorted in as a foreign dignitary. Did you hear what I just said? The Queen has to be escorted into the city of London as a foreign dignitary. Why is that? Because the city of London is sovereign. It is the economic center and it is the legal center for the criminals at the Vatican. So that leaves one city-state left. Washington, the district of criminals. Again, everybody thinks that Washington, D.C. is American. No, it is not. Let me say that again. No, it is not. It is a foreign country in America whose tentacles have reached across all 50 states and all of their possessions and grabbed a hold of each and every man and woman, boy and girl, and all their property and grabbed them by the throat and says, you will serve us, 14th Amendment corporate debt slave. And again, folks, all of you people who think you have any rights, I want my constitutional rights. I want my civil rights. Uh, yeah, you're a moron. I don't know how to make it any clearer than that. You're a moron. What did I tell you a constitutor was? Someone agrees to pay the debts of another. You want to be a 14th Amendment corporate debt slave? I got no problem with that. But I think they should tell you that that's what you are. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you folks to go read the 13th and the 14th Amendment over and over again until it sinks in. Until it sinks in. In. Because I'm here to tell you They told you what they want you to believe Now why don't you read what it actually says for a change And realize that Oh, every time somebody charges you as a criminal They have the right to enslave you Why is it that everybody in America Has a criminal record now Even though a majority of them Have never, ever, ever harmed anybody You know, I talk about it all the time Law is simple Three little words. Do no harm. Eight letters. That's law. That's real law. Do no harm. Now, anything coming out of these maritime admiralty constructed contract and racketeering fraud kangaroo courts, all of it harms. Because it's not there for your benefit, ladies and gentlemen. It's there for the benefit of the corporations masquerading as government. And it's there for the benefit of bar mafia members. It is their private tribunals. It is private law. Private. And again, this is why you sit there and you try to find the black robes oath of office. You will find that most times, almost without exception, it is not on file. Why is that? Because the oath of office, again, means that they are supposed to defend the Constitution. Well, we can't do that if we're busy pillaging people, now can we? Oh, there's a dirty little secret they don't want you to know. What you have is a legal system built by bar mafia members. It is their form of welfare to themselves and their cronies. That's all it is. It is welfare for bar attorneys. Welfare for the governments, masquerading or corporations masquerading as governments, and the corporations. Usually banking. Because again, what is a bench, ladies and gentlemen? What is a bench? A bench means bank. It it's just a slave trading floor, folks. And you're the one on file. And then that piece of paperwork, those little numbers over there that they assign to the court case, They have value, and believe you me, they will be using it for their benefit, not for yours. Going back to what Marty was talking about, Title IV-D, again, this opened up an opportunity for them to pillage the estates even more. That's the truth, because when they're acting the role of parents betray, well, guess what? It doesn't matter if you're 40 years old or 12 years old, they consider you to be a ward of the state, a ward of the state. See, that's what the in legalese the word child actually means. When they use the word child, it doesn't mean a little boy or a little girl. No, it means a ward of the state. And again, if you don't know this is what I do any time that, uh, you know, my Facebook friends have birthdays. And this is what I write down on all their timelines. Happy birth, and I spell uh, birth B-E-R-T-H in uh, quotation marks because it's a ship and dry dock. Happy birthday, the anniversary of the day, the corporate state of. Created a person. The word person means corporation. Ladies and gentlemen, it does not mean man. It does not mean woman. It means corporation. Happy birthday. The anniversary of the day. The state of corporations created a person in ye honor. In order to enslave ye under the color of law corporate employee, military-industrial complex, and Vatican banking profits. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a scam. You don't have rights because you're a slave. And as long as we're going to tolerate them turning us into their little tax slaves, as long as we're going to continue voting for our slave masters... As long as we're going to continue to believe we have quote-unquote rights when all we have are duties and responsibilities as co-beneficiary and co-trustee to the public charitable trust masquerading as a United States corporation, therein lies the problem. People want to have your cake and eat it too, and it doesn't work like that. There is no money. There's only the trust, which is being pillaged by everybody. And while we're on that little, sturdy little secret, you better realize the United States just went through another bankruptcy. Let me say that again. The United States Corporation just went through another bankruptcy. And the big dog that's running the show right now is called BlackRock. Again, again, do you think BlackRock is an American thing? Oh, you'd better look again and see how much control BlackRock has to include control over the Treasury. Mm-hmm. You can keep believing the United States Corporation is American. It has nothing to do with America. Remember, folks... So, John... See, go ahead.
1: was just going to say... Uh, In these tribunals that they use, that they are subjecting people to for probate and family court, how much more of a disadvantage and in what way are people subjected to this? Is there anything you can do to thwart it, um, to get them off your back, disempower them? Uh, I've watched the most egregious things happen in these probate courts, these tribunals that just absolutely uh, turns my stomach. And the idea, the only state I knew of that had uh, jury trials or trial by jury for probate was Kentucky, and last year they were trying hard to get rid of that. Now we've got states like Florida who are trying to seal all probate cases so you can't know anything. Now, I don't know how they can get away with that. I, I don't understand how they can drag someone into this uh, tribunal and instead of a court of law if you're going to if you're going to deprive somebody of their very being their their very identity i think you should have to do that in front of a court of law and present your evidence but is there anything people can do to sidestep this
0: oh well, my i'd like to tell you that there is And believe me, I've been fighting for an awful long time to try to make that happen. Now, for people that know me, they know that I'm active in a lot of court cases. I file paperwork for a lot of people. Um, I have what I like to refer to as my magnum opus, my greatest work. And you can find that on johnlecron.com. It's an eight-part series. And be aware that's a real court case. That was a real court case the facts were filed under the pains and penalties of perjury, that, uh, you know, I was holding attorneys accountable, I was holding the clerk masquerading as a judge accountable. But remember, just because you know what they're doing and they know that you know what they're doing doesn't mean that there's anything called justice in these courts. Have I been there and have I helped people? because of paperwork I, that's been filed that has done wonders? Yes. I have made tax bills go away. I have made other bills go away. I have kept people out of jail. I have gotten people out of jail. But the problem is, ladies and gentlemen, that even knowing everything that we know, including yours truly, trust me, I'm labeled, and as most of you know, I spent a few weeks in the uh, behind bars here a uh, a couple months ago. And that's fine. The end result is this. When we're busy exposing the corruption, we're busy telling people what's really going on, we have an obligation to inform. They, the hierarchy enslaving you, Shouldn't have the power that they have. You want to change their system? You want to have real law instead of their legalese games? Again, how do you do that? You realize that these are all criminals. You call them out for their crimes. If you go over to Odyssey, Odyssey dot com, it's a different version of uh, YouTube. My YouTube page was or channel was taken down. Um, I had about 200 videos on there, most of them dealing with criminality and, uh, more specifically, legalese bull. There's still about 50 videos that uh, survived the purge of YouTube. And the reason they purged me because all of my videos were about to be transferred over to Odyssey. Once you get to 600 subscribers on YouTube, Odyssey will pull everything that you've got. And I was at 598. And the video that I had done over that arrest where I was tortured, by the way, was going viral. They had to kill me. They had to. Now, so as a society, you want to change it? Law is simple. I've said it again and again. Do no harm. Three words, eight letters. Everything that they're doing is private contract law. Notice I said private contract law. And it's about controlling their slaves. You want to live free? You want to have rights? Start living like you have them. Start challenging costumes, badges, and guns for the criminality. Start challenging Bar Mafia members for the criminality. Start charging state representatives, state senators, governors, city council people, congressmen, United States senators, and the clerk masquerading the administration in the White House. Again, folks, if you want to be owned and controlled, there will always be somebody there more than happy to tell you what to do. You want to live free? then you start living free. Will it be easy? No. But I'm telling you right now, you better wake up to what's going on. Because again, let's talk for a minute about that trust. Let's talk about the trust for a minute. When you register something, Regis, King, Tar, Black Oily Substance that Binds, when you register something, you are voluntarily giving it away to the trust, which is why then the trust can turn around and tell you what you can and cannot do with it, to include taking it away from you if they choose. Do you have a title, ladies and gentlemen, for that quote-unquote vehicle of yours? Again, legal words all have meaning, folks. No, you have a certificate of title. You don't have a title, you have a certificate of title. And that is to your person, not to you. That is to your corporation, not to you. And what is it? What is the actual title to one of those quote-unquote vehicles? It's a bill of lading. Manufacturer's statement of origin. Let me say that again. It's a bill of lading. It's the manufacturer's statement of origin. That's the title to the quote-unquote vehicle. And by the way, that is also the title to the Person Corporation Little Baby, because Mommy and Daddy didn't know. When Mommy fills out all that wonderful paper at the hospital, and again, folks, words have meaning, and you better learn what hospitals are you better learn who runs them, and you better learn the game. If you know what's going on, you want nothing to do with those hospitals. But we don't have time for that right now. The woman, after giving birth, through the waters, in the labor and delivery Notice how these are all business terms. Mm-hmm. These all have things to do with business. It doesn't ask her certain questions like, doesn't call her the biological property owner. No. What does it call the mother? It calls her an informant. An informant. She is informing about the new corporation that has just been created. She went to a special manufacturing process, a special manufacturing process to create this new life. The man deposited some building materials. The woman deposited some more building materials. And then the woman was there in special manufacturing. And this is, again, why the issue of abortion can come up, because if you're in manufacturing, you can choose at any point to terminate what you are busy building. And we're not going to get into the moles of it. I don't, we don't have time for that. But be aware that that's a relevant way of looking at it. And tiny little baby is unique to itself at the point where the sperm and the egg come together and that spark of life is there. That is when you came into being, not after the labor and delivery. That is when you were created. And of course that little genetic material goes to the sidewall of the mommy and of course grows and grows and grows and mom keeps adding supplies to the growth of the little one and eventually we have a labor and delivery. And I've got a dirty little secret for you, folks. Here's another dirty little secret. That placenta that comes out right after the baby does. First of all, anybody that's actually doing that, you definitely need to leave the placenta on for an extended period of time because everything that's in that placenta is good for little baby. Why does the crime syndicate want that placenta? Oh, for a lot of reasons because that has genetic material that gives them rights to the baby. Let me say that again. That gives them genetic material that gives them rights to the baby because mommy abandoned baby number two. What do you mean baby number two? There was only little Johnny or little Susie. No, there was a second baby born at the same time, a couple minutes after actually, and that was the placenta. And it was considered to be a live birth until the cut took place. But again, just conspiracy theory, all So the mom is sitting there filling out the paperwork, calls her an informant. They ask mommy and daddy, hey, mommy, daddy, would you like this announcement in the local paper? And mommy and daddy beaming with pride at little Johnny and little Susie and saying, yes, please tell the world. Again, I encourage people never to do that. Why is that? Because that's the announcement of the creation of a new corporation. And Daddy is the one with rights to the baby, not mommy. Uh-huh. That's facts, folks. But if daddy doesn't claim little baby within forty five days, oops. Problems. Now it's considered to be abandoned property. Now it may still be in the possession of mom and dad who had no intention of abandoning property, but what happens? Oh, the crime syndicate comes along. Look at what we've discovered. We've discovered this property that seems to be abandoned, and we're claiming to. Parents betray, ladies and gentlemen, you are now a ward of the state. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, there is so much behind this criminality. It's beyond what do they do? Black ink on the baby's foot. That's the baby's signature. That's the contract. And why is it ink blank? Baby's dead. What do they do? They go into the soul and steal some blood. That's symbolic for stealing the baby's soul, the baby's humanity. Now the baby's humanity is in possession of the corporation masquerading as government. Again, we don't want to talk about this. Everything is symbolic. Everything is symbolic. You have no rights until you realize what is taking place. I've spent 45 years following this conspiracy. Forty-five years. And it took me 35 to 40 to figure out the bigger parts of it. And believe me, I followed a lot of big parts, and I put a lot of parts together when I was in my teens and 20s wake up in one day and discover that you're a slave changes your thinking when you realize that there is no justice in these maritime admiralty constructed contract and racketeering fraud kangaroo courts there is only just us which again like I like to remind everybody there's nothing more than the crime syndicate the bar mafia the blue mafia the government agents the government corporations and uh, banking corporations pillaging. That's all it is. They're pillaging you in your state. Make no mistake, these attorneys, when they start talking, they're just talking. None of them swear in. Remember, an attorney can only be a witness. An attorney can only be a witness Or an attorney. You cannot act as both. But that, what do they do? 99% of your kangaroo court cases are the attorneys doing this. Just that. They're pretending to be a witness and they've never sworn in to the facts. They're just a man talking. See, the actual court is the paperwork that got filed. That's the actual court. My paperwork deny the black robe judicial discretion my paperwork calls them out for their crimes and my paperwork does all kinds of different things again you can find it on john dot com magnum opus series but in the end remember this you are property of the corporation you have been since you were born you're their property now and you will die the corporation's property And while we're on that dirty little detail, all of these people out here that are getting rejected with that crap coming out of uh, Bill Gates and Fosse, guess what? You just became their property too. What are you talking about, John? It's their crap that's inside of you. It's changing your DNA. It's changing your quote-unquote humanity. And I hate the word humanity, Humanity, human, hue of man, color of man, monster thing, something that can be owned. you are either a man or a womb man. Why do you think they want all these other things out there? because they do not want any man and they do not any want any womb man to be out there. They want all these other things, these persons, these things. That's what they want. Do you slaves think you own property? Do you think you own property? Again, you better look at that quote-unquote deed. It calls you a tenant. What is a tenant? It is a renter, which is why if you don't pay the property taxes, they sell you off of your property. Again, folks, Before this fraud of 1933 and the criminal banker Franklin Delano Roosevelt's BS, that could not happen. He made a deal with the state governors to his banking buddies. He actually wrote the state governors and told them what he was about to do. And in 1938, they got the court cases that they needed they were looking for a court case to take common law court of records aka protecting the rights the common law out of the federal system that's what they needed and that's what they were looking for and that's what they got with the river road decision go ahead
1: i have i have uh, someone here who's asked a question could you explain what a court of record is specifically and what is a court of equity?
0: Very good question. I love it. Court of record is what we're supposed to have. Now, since there is no money because of the 1933 bankruptcy and the theft of the American people's gold and gold, note or gold certificates, All that remained is this thing called equity. Equity. Who has equity? Well, we exchange our life force for Federal Reserve notes. We exchange our life force to turn around and use those notes to quote-unquote pay for things. You can't pay a debt with a debt, folks. Remember, Federal Reserve notes are negotiable debt instruments. They've got a CUSIP number and everything. Who has the equity? All equity is with the corporations. All equity is with the corporations. Now, you can go in there and claim equity. And that's another version of claiming your rights. Now, I'm trying to think of the word that I'm looking for. Use of fruct usufruct is the word I'm looking for, and that is where you don't own the property, but you have the right to use the property because somebody else – there's nobody else laying claim to it. That is an example of equity, but like I said, everybody can contract away their equity, and they have. When you take the quote-unquote benefits that are offered to you by the corporations masquerading as government, I don't care what the benefits are. They can be your driver's license. They could be your voting quote-unquote rights. They can be almost anything that you can think of. It's all hidden contracts to make you their bitch. There is no money, so all that's left is equity. So let's say for the sake of argument that I manufacture something. I turn around and I sell it to somebody on quote-unquote credit. Say, okay, listen. Here it is. I just delivered it to the port. Now, it's still my property, but I'm turning it over to you. When I get paid for it, then title passes from the manufacturer to the uh, party who usually turns or has turned around and sold it. That's how they pay it back. So with that equity, if that debt has not been paid back, and remember Federal Reserve notes do not pay back debts. United, 12 United States Code, 411, I can't stress that enough. I come in and say, hey, I wasn't paid for this. Now, I received a little bit of payment, but I was not paid in full. So now we've got a equity contract where a decision has to be made who owes and in what amount. And remember what I told you about contracts. Full disclosure, meeting of a mind, mutual consideration means both parties get something out of the deal. Autographs or signatures Men and women have autographs. Corporate presidents have signatures. Why do they want your signature, folks? Because you're acting as a corporate person. Or title to a sesquicite trust? <clears throat> Equity. How do we pay for something? We can't. Because there's no money. There's only the life force... And the equity is controlled by the corporation, and the corporation decides who has rights to whatever the property might be. And because of parents betray, they retain their rights in that equity. <clears throat> Banks are not allowed to own property. Yeah, what happens? Banks take back property all the time. Again, because people don't know what's really going on. When I say banks don't loan money, I can't make it any clearer than that. Banks do not loan money. Did you hear what I just said?
1: What do you mean, I go in there and I apply for a loan and do all this stuff?
0: Wrong. That's not what's happening. Now it's what they tell you is happening, bull. It's not what's happening. They're acting on your behalf, monetizing their signature, turning around and selling your own note into the market, and then laying claim to your property. They're double dipping. Actually, they're doing more than double dipping. You go in there for a $200,000 loan, the corporations, a.k.a. the banks, get to create all kinds of money off of your $200,000 loan to the equivalent of 2 million, 10 to 1 ratio. Now, do you get any of the benefits of that? Of course not. Do they tell you about that? No, of course not. <clears throat> do they tell you that uh, all that they're doing is helping you create a note and then selling it the market on your behalf? No. They get you into a contract And the contract says that if you don't pay this back, the bank is to come in and add the beneficiary. Read the paperwork, folks. You want to talk about unlawful contracts? I have never seen a lawful contract other than one that's written by me. Never seen one. You go down into uh, any of these county uh, courthouses or wherever they keep the records. You look at the paperwork once you know how to read legalese. There isn't a valid contract out there, ladies and gentlemen, not one single valid contract. It's all legalese. It's all fraud. It's all designed to obfuscate everything to leave people confused. I am the only man or woman out there that has put all of the pieces together. All of the pieces together. And put it out there for people to put it together to figure it out. Now I didn't get here by myself. Oh no, I had hundreds of people help me. And they had big chunks of the puzzles but I'm the only one that put all the pieces together to give everybody the full picture. And then I went forward and I put it into the record into multiple court cases in multiple states and not a single individual has challenged a single fact. They can't. Corporations can only bring forward complaints men and women can bring forth claims and a claim filed under the pains and penalties of perjury that is not challenged for every little detail stands as truth. You have the power to change your world, ladies and gentlemen. But while we're so selfishly worrying about all the things going on, while they keep us distracted with all their silly little games and all their little manipulations of the markets, the economy, and everything else that these criminals do, you don't have time to figure things out. I spent 45 years figuring it out and I gave it to you as a gift for free. You don't have to pay me. You don't have to do a thing. You simply have to be willing to sit down and look at the facts. And I don't just say, look at them. Research my facts. I did a show here with Marty several years ago. The link off of that on Facebook. Hmm. In the comment sections, I included links to every fact that I did on our show. You want the truth. It's out there, my friends. But as long as you believe in the lies that they promote, the truth cannot and will not ever be heard in any maritime, admiralty, constructive, contract, and racketeering fraud kangaroo court. Why? Because truth exposes lies. And we can't do that in one of these equity courts. You have the rights, ladies and gentlemen, under the right circumstances to claim the equity for yourself. But remember this. Slaves do not own property. You have the right to use the property, use a front. But you don't own anything. And I heard something that was several, goodness, 25, 30 years ago I heard this. A quote-unquote rich man made a statement, and I think it was in a Forbes magazine or something like that, and it stuck with me. All those years, long before I learned the legal side of this. Long before. This is what he had to say. Own nothing, control everything. He was talking about trusts. And he put his quote-unquote assets into trusts. And remember, the trust is the legal system. And this is what the rich people do. This is what the uh, all the players are doing, anybody with money. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, even a will is an example of a trust. But the problem is a will is not the kind of trust that these people play with. Taxes, uh, we call those extortion fees. 20, 30, 40% every year. How do these quote unquote rich people pay no taxes or 2 or 4%? Easy, they own nothing. Everything is in trust. They get all the benefits from it. All the benefits. But they own nothing. And I'd just like to remind everybody, there's a little organization out there called the World Economic Forum, you will own nothing. You will be spied upon. And
1: you'll be happy.
0: Eh? Not so much. Private property rights were stolen from you in 1933, ladies and gentlemen. Prior to that, the president of the United States Corporation signed off on all land deals. Facts, ladies and gentlemen. Facts. Facts. You want to see examples of it? Go on eBay. Go on eBay. Look at land deeds. You'll see all kinds of wonderful examples of presidential signatures on land deeds. Why does your land deed not have a president's signature on it? Oh, because you don't own it. You're just a tenant, a.k.a. a renter. I hope that gave you folks some answers to some of the reasons that these maritime admiralty construction contracts and racketeering fraud courts, kangaroo courts, and that's what I call them. And I call them in my paperwork. I say it to the faces of black robes. I tell it to their faces. They can't challenge me because they know it to be true. Giving you the background, how we got here. Marty brings in story after story and relationship after relationship how they're pillaging young people and how they're pillaging the elderly. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, the largest transfer of wealth in human history is taking place. Right now. I thought 2008 to 2012 was bad. Oh, it's got nothing on what they're doing now. Central bank digital currencies are coming into effect. Basel III rule goes into effect tonight. Basil three, Basel three, B A S E L three. Folks, if you don't know the game is being played at your expense, then you will continue to be the victim of the bankers at the Vatican, the central bankers, the military-industrial complex. Bank of International Settlements, all of these criminal enterprises, to include BlackRock, you'd better be prepared for the fact that right now you are living through what is worse than the Great Depression. This is not a recession, ladies and gentlemen. This is a depression. They're destroying the currency. Not that I'm a fan of the Federal Reserve, because I'm not. And they are buying up everything that isn't nailed down, that is actually a real asset. They want you invested into cryptos, they want you invested into all this fiat crap. They want you playing in their little stock market. Guess what? It's all fake. It's not real. It's not tangible. I tell people to have a little bit of gold and have some silver. By the way, silver is way underpriced, ladies and gentlemen. Way underpriced. It's being subsidized. Why? Because the bankers are busy buying up every ounce they can get. In the ground, there's eight ounces of silver for every one ounce of gold. Yet in the comics, we call that the crimex. It's a 68-to-1 ratio. And last year, it was a 115-to-1 ratio. Gold is trading at 1700 The paper price of silver is trading at 26 although the physical market price of real metal is about $32 per ounce. Manipulated markets, and all markets are manipulated, ladies and gentlemen. The stock market the bond market, the commodities market, 100% of these markets are manipulated by the criminal bankers. 100% of them. Realize you cannot win in a rigged game. Comprehend the nature of the system and maybe, just maybe, you can survive the floodgate of hell that they have planned for you avoid the genetic engineering injections. Don't fall for the propaganda. If you've already fallen, it's too late. We can't help you. You're on a clock now. That crap that they injected into your body, it's going through your body and doing very nasty things to it. It is changing your DNA. It is destroying your immune system and being replaced with something that they are building. And what they are building is a cyborg. You want to be healed? You will have to go to Bill Gates and his cronies. They want to turn everybody into a walking and talking cryptocurrency. They want to turn everybody into their little bitch. And if you haven't figured out that a lot of people are dying and a lot of people are getting hurt and a lot of good doctors and good nurses are losing their jobs because they're out there trying to whistleblow, and we're being censored like you cannot imagine. Why did they kill my two hundred chan or my two hundred video channel on YouTube? Because YouTube changes things. Two hundred videos. My stuff was going viral. My subscribers list was going viral. And most importantly, the truth was getting out there. But remember, folks, truth is treason in an empire of lies. To you, Marty.
1: Yeah, I've uh, been hearing from a lot of people about declining these uh, injections, and it's it's a good thing. I think the public is finally waking up to we've been had. Um None of this made sense from the beginning, and it has changed every time you turn around. It's different, you know, different parameters on it. And when you look at the VAERS report, over 7,000 people over the age of 18 that they'll admit to, and they claim that's only 1% to 10% of the actual figure, uh, that's by the CDC's estimation. They claim 7,000 have died from the injections, so you extrapolate that out it could be as many as 70,000 we have 10,000 children between 10 and 17 that have been injured and a thousand of those have died Uh, enlarged hearts heart attacks brain bleeds blood clots get a clue here people and then there are the airline pilots who were forced to take these shots Many of them have dropped over dead. Others are so severely ill, they'll never fly again. This is a bioweapon. This has nothing to do with any damn virus. This is an attack on the population. They're doing it globally. Israel, of all places, has an extraordinarily high death count and body injury count. Uh, I I don't know what it's going to take for people to stop. I I don't know that they can. In all of this, John, the things that bother me are the people that, like police departments, sheriff's departments, like some of the military, many of the military, will turn on the rest of us. Uh, the people that work at NSA go to work every day violating the Constitution and your right to privacy. And they spy on you. They built that big, huge data collection center in, in Bluffdale, Utah, that is uh, consuming a massive amount of water to keep all those frames cool, where they collect every phone call, every email, every text message, every piece of information they can possibly get on anybody and everybody, and they store it there in case they ever want to press charges against you for something. They'll go to that file and configure it so that you look like a bad guy. Um I think as a country, we're cooked. I think we're done. I don't know where we're going to be when we come out the other end of this, if we ever do. Um, We are absolutely uh, culling the elderly. Uh, This has become an accepted fact. If you go in the hospital or hospice, you're a dead person. And they can't understand why hospital visits uh, by the elderly are down 51%. Because word has passed, you go in, you'll never come out, at least not on your own two feet. Hospice is taking people out at such a rate, I can't even believe it. Um, This virus, an estimated 70,000 elderly people over a virus they never identified, can't isolate And, you know, I was on another show talking about this, too, and yet they keep coming out with this mutant strain of coronas and this. You couldn't identify, couldn't isolate the original. How can you call this a mutant strain? Mutant what? My concern is that what they're doing is, in various areas, adding something to the mix, whether through aerosol like chemtrailing through salting the water supply somehow, or they're adding something into the mix and it produces this reaction in the population. Oh, that's a mutant strain of Corona. No, no, I'm not buying it. Um, you have a right to refuse that PCR test. You have a right to refuse that vaccination. It is not, they've admitted it is not actually a vaccine. They simply called it one and the FDA let them so that they could get immunity and protection from being sued for the death and injury they cause. Can you imagine being in a business where you know you're killing people and harming them and you go to work every day? But it's all right because you're driving a BMW. But I don't understand what has happened. I don't know if we've always been this way. Or if we have gotten successfully, you know, more to that, I, I don't know. I absolutely do not know. Um, the people I see dragged into these tribunals, absolutely traumatized, terrorized. This thing with Britney Spears. She came out and told that she felt, you know, <clears throat> traumatized and abused in this conservatorship. People are making millions of dollars off of this woman and yet they're saying, and they keep her working, but supposedly she has to have a conservator and a guardian and 6,000 attorneys, all court appointed. Um, But she blew the lid on this. And then that movie, I Care A Lot, that came out on Netflix, Um, that really exposed, it was a combination of stories, a fictionalized story based on several actual cases that they made this film about how this ugly process works. Uh, The woman shows up at this lady's house and tells her, you're under guardianship. She was never notified of the hearing, was never allowed to attend. Her whole life is gone. But this is happening every day. And if we can't do anything else, these things, these family courts and probate must be done away with and things brought back to civil and criminal court where we at least stand some kind of a chance. In these tribunals, we don't. You have no rights. You can't speak. You can't make your own decisions. And that's before... They ever appoint a guardian. And these predators, these people are predators running in the population. And what scares me is there seems to be an inordinate number of them. Um, It's not like there's so few of them, it's an aberration. There is a massive number of these people who are predatory in nature. And they're preying on other human beings, and they do not care about the torment The psychological trauma, torture that they're causing someone else and downstream the family and friends. They don't care. What they care about is what do you have and how can I get my hands on it? I want what you have. And if you have to die for me to get it, so be it. Um, it, It's absolutely, I think, one of the most disgraceful things. But the one thing we have found out is they are doing this globally. We've been contacted by people from... Numerous other countries, with the first statement, they're doing the same thing here. They are culling the elderly, but in the process, they are stealing whatever it is they own beforehand. I remember when I first was in this, I had done some research and found that people over 65 owned 65% of all the real wealth in this country. And here these 14 years later, People over 65 only own 28% of the real wealth in this country, the rest of it having been stolen through guardianship, conservatorship, and these probate tribunals. The most shameful part of that is we have gone to federal and state legislatures numerous times, and, oh, they either don't know anything, why they never heard of such a thing. Yeah, right. Um, They're going to look into it, and they'll get back to you. They never do. But these people sit and stare you right in the face and lie. And never bat an eye. They know exactly what's going on. They help keep it in place. And when they do come out with a bill, it has a wonderful sounding name, and it is filled with more attacks on people who are vulnerable. It is a miserable time to be anywhere in this world, and I think we're all in danger, all of us, if something doesn't change, and soon... I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't, John. Um, a lot of this scares me. I have an uneasy feeling. It's like standing on an edge of a cliff and waiting for somebody to push you over. I, I don't know how much more the American public's going to take. I know people in England, hundreds of thousands hit the street protesting. I mean, it was just unbelievable. I know in, in several other countries they've done the same thing. And here we sit in the United States of America. And not one protest that I know of. And if it is, it's one or two people. We're lost. Anyway, we're down to the last 90 seconds here. John, thank you for coming on with me this evening and all the information. I want to remind everyone these shows are brought to you in coordination with Marcel Reed and the Whistleblower Summit. This year from the 26th through the 30th of July, um, We'll be there with our panel, so I hope you'll look for us. We'll be posting the time and day when it's available. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. If you got any questions, uh, send them along. You can either post them underneath the show here, or you can send it to TSRAD1 at com, and um, we'll see what we can do about getting them over to John if they're for him. Anyway, thank you, everybody, for tuning in it's been a it's been a ride I'll tell you John thank you and good night everyone
0: you yeah, know well